So, yesterday we left off with uh, with the, the words of the, the Ramah that's brought down. The Ramah says that that uh, with regards to something, what what is called kitzur. We learned in the in the sugya that a muchis that's yeshlo kitzur that has a very defined and collects money based on the rule, rules and 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 laws. That that would be considered dinam alchusadina. But if it's ain't like kitzva, even if it's coming from the melech, even if he's empowered by the king, but if it's arbitrary, that would not be considered dinam um, alchusadina. That's what the Ramah says in Sif in Vav. In Sif Vav. Um, on page thirteen, we see the words of the Ma'arik. The Ma'arik in Shuvah in in Shuvah's Shirish Kuf Tzadik Dalid. He reads as follows. It's a uh, it's highlighted. We can't say that in this case, the case of of this tshuva of the marik, that it's not considered since the since in this case the Jew is paying is paying taxes more than the non-Jew. The Mordechai, who is a Rishon, explains. This is considered that the king is is giving a very a fair and defined uh, tax bill. Since all Jews they all pay equally. they pay a very defined amount. That's considered katsuf, even though other nationalities and other Communities pay less, but since it's it's across the board, all Jews pay this amount. That would be considered katsuf, and there would be dinam chusadina. Ugedolim izu says the Ma'arik. More than this, Heishiv Rabbeinu Meir b'Tshuva. Rabbeinu Meir said in his Tshuva, If the he said a case where the 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 sar, the prince. Yoimer said by, by himself, "Any chafetz, I don't want Shushum Yehudi Yogurkan. That I don't want any Jews living here. Ki im birshus Ruvain. Only the ones that Ruvain, the Jew, uh, agrees and allows. He's in charge. He gives that gives that power and jurisdiction over to Ruvain. There we would says Rabbeinu Meir, everybody would agree to Ruvain Yochal Akiv Olav Medina. Ruvain can say." That this I don't want this guy. I don't allow this person to to settle here. So we see clearly that even though it doesn't seem fair, but if it's across the board and if there's a system in place, there's a registration and certain types of things that need to take place, that would be considered a dover kotzul. Now we turn the page to, to page fourteen of the Ramads, Mishim Samachtes says these words, What happens in a different case? Where certain industries have to pay certain taxes. In, more the healthcare industry, or the metals, or, or communications. Certain industries have specific taxes that they have to pay. Cigarettes. Um, other industries. In those times, the usury laws and the, the Jews who used to lend with ribbis to non-Jews, they would have to pay a specific tax. 
Some say that they would not. We would not say It's not the same for everybody. Certain industries have to pay more than others. That's not balanced. That's not. That's not fair and equitable. And therefore, some say that there would not be the halach of dinamachusadino. So, if we look at the bira gra, a little small line there at the at the uh, uh, on the bottom, bira gra is in ois lamed gimel. He brings down these words, that if there's uh, a law that comes out that a certain industry has to pay more, that would not be kitzvah. Says the Biragot, Sorich Iyun. It needs explanation. Look earlier, where the Ramah himself said, in the name of the Marik, that if there's ever a time where the Jew has to pay more, that still would be considered chakuk. So why is it that if it's a specific industry that has to pay more, that's not chakuk, that's not considered katsuv, that's not balanced. If we just said that all Jews paying one, a higher rate would be considered balanced, so it seems to be contradictory, asks the Vilna Goin. And Emir uh, Tzashem, uh, we're going to try to offer some explanation between these two things. Just to end off with the uh, Yasser Iyun, the Dvar Avram, in the beginning, a very long chuvah, he talks about Kinyonim, he talks about different industries where there's, there's, a, there's something, a Kinyon that works with their Abonon. And he talks about Dinah Malchus and he tries to understand, is Dinah Malchus Adina a Din Daraisa, where the ownership really goes over in a Daraisa fashion, where it's Nagea, it would be relevant to, to different mitzvahs that require somebody to own something, Midaraisa, Lachem, by, by Lulav and Esrig, there's a requirement that it should be considered yours. And let's say Dima Chusadina makes it yours or takes it away from the, from, from, from the original owner. Would that be considered that it's yours, Midairaisa, that you'd be able to satisfy the Dairaisa obligation to own it? So if you see here, he brings down a few, a few sheets. We're not going to go through the tshuva. Those who have time, it's definitely recommended. But um, he brings down, there's a pasuk of Yecheram Kol Ruchushoi that seems to say that, that the uh, governing body has the ability to, to confiscate Ruchush. And then at the, the bottom, if you see at the bottom of the page on the left-hand side, he, where he says, We learn it out of that we know in war, a person could capture a uh, a prisoner of war, and that really and that has a halachic effect. So, and that's a pasuk that we learned it out of. So, Rome wants to suggest, on the one hand, that we see the so that, that this din of of governing bodies and war and kibbutz mochama that all appears in our Torah. So, therefore, it could have a a uh, ramification. If you learn, look at the next page on page sixteen. He wants to be. He, he says a distinction where says the Dvar Avram Al Kolpan in the second paragraph Al Kolpan Marechazina the Ad Kam Lo Yutzuch Abenu Yoyno the time of the Minhago the Daita the Situmto Elabakno. In other words, there's two. The Dvar Avram says there's two elements to owning. If something belongs, like we mentioned, the Gemara talks about trees. The government allows you to chop down the tree and make a bridge. So in that case, the fact that the government took it away from you. That could have a, a, a derisa 
distinction of the rights of classification. But for it to become yours, that does not have a derise of, it doesn't become yours with the rights of that. You need a Kenyan. There's a concept of Situmta we're going to learn about where the minig the custom in, in, the, in the marketplace is to, to effectuate a Kenyan in such a manner. But uh, if it's only through Akno, that, that Dino Chosudina does not put it into per, the other person's jurisdiction. It could take, it could confiscate things and allow a government body to raise a house, to knock down a house or to chop down trees. And that's permitted, and then you can walk on it. But for you to actually own it, that Dino says in Ravram would not allow, it would not make it yours, and therefore it may not give the Din, the Rabbanon, that were that it would not give you the the halacha that midaraisa you actually own this thing, and we're going to end with what we discussed a little bit uh, yesterday on page seventeen. There's the Shulchan Aruch Harav and Hilchas Gzela. He brings down if you look at, in the begin in the middle of little, of Tezvav, he 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 bavorns, He asks this question that we asked yesterday that if Hafkas Alvo is permitted. So why would there be an obligation to pay taxes? How could it be more than just not paying a, a real debt where somebody borrowed? So if you look at the parentheses halfway through, the word sha'af, he states as follows, sha'af even though it's permitted to be mafkia, an obligation for sha'chayv l'nachri, mikvar, mamish. Here, it's worse because when you borrow money and you don't return it and you don't pay the mafkia the chayiv, so then it's permitted. But in this case, the dina machusadina, where governing body requires you to pay taxes and you don't pay, it's really kegoyzel mamish. And he explains because you're sitting in his land, like we explained, you're 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 living in his land. Your 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 property is on the land of the king, so they're requiring you to pay. If you don't pay, you're not only being mafkia the halva. And 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 not paying taxes, but rather you're you're um, you're you're living in the land without permission because part of the the prerequisite to be able to live to build a house and to live in the land of the government is to pay and to do and to follow the rules. And if you don't, so the living in the land that itself says the Shulchan Acharav would be considered the theft, the thievery, and that's why you'd be considered Gaza, even though usually. When you're mafkia the choiv of a of a of a eina yehudi, it would be permitted and it would be mutter. So next week we'll start dina machusa dina chelik beis, and we'll go into you know a little bit more defining exactly where which laws are subject to dina machusa dina, and what happens if dina machusa dina is against the din of the Torah, and in certain very fundamental cases where many many of the Paiskim of the last generations were dealt with different laws like like uh, rental laws, tenant laws and different minhagim where Dino where, uh, Chusadina may or may not apply we'll discuss those uh, in, with its intricacies